from Workhouse Connect and A.J. Benza. Fame. Uh, he liked to be walked on a leash and play really dirty, kinky sex games. He's a... The guy put the cock in the Peacock Network, okay? Bitch. Hey, everybody. A.J. Benza here with Fame is a Bitch. This is your show for Monday, May 4th, 2020. Hope you had a good weekend. Wonderful out here. Great weekend in Southern California. Things seem to be... I, I feel like there's some people who have this feeling that... Uh, Maybe two to three weeks more of this shit than now. I think we're going to start to see some real action. I think if there's not some real effort on the part of the politicians to open things up, I think what you saw in Michigan and different parts of America, it's just going to get fucking worse. And this is that. Today's May 4th. I think in the next week, there's going to be more of this sort of shit going on. What I find fascinating is that the Democrats, so many of them, would never would never act like Antifa was was bad guys. And you know what Antifa did? The shit they threw, the clubs they wielded, the hitting people with locks in the face, just crazy violent shit. But they wouldn't talk down about Antifa. Did you see the the, the police, the riot gear they showed up in in California? Gavin Newsom put out his best and toughest fucking cops with full riot gear, like Tiananmen Square kind of shit. For people who want to protest certain issues about California. No one came with guns. No one came with tear gas. No one came with masks over their eyes. It's fucking unbelievable. It's, you know, again, I'm not going to beat the hypocritical thing, the hypocritical drum forever. And Well, yeah, I am going to do that because it is, it is a hypocrisy. It never goes away. It just gets worse and fucking worse. Did you hear what Joe Biden's accuser, Tara Reid, said late Saturday? Listen, uh, can I tell you something? For all you people out there who think she was just, geez, this girl was digitally penetrated. Joe Biden's guilty. Don't you see pictures of him sniffing girls' hair? I know all about it. But when I first said, I I just, there's something about this girl I'm not going to buy. A lot of you said, AJ, what the, how could you be that way? Well, here's my answer. I didn't trust the girl from the start. I'm not saying that Biden didn't flirt with her or say some creepy shit that bugged her. He's an old man, practically born from another century. And, and look, even plenty of guys from this century have been getting away with saying dumb shit to women. So I know that's got to change. So I know I'm not saying that this didn't happen to her. Some kind of situation where working with Biden became uncomfortable for her in a verbal sense. But to me, that's all it was. Her story about being digitally penetrated, it didn't ring true to me. But I stepped back. I was willing to listen and re, you know, look over the facts over and over again, listen to interviews. And I saw Biden's interview with Mika Brzezinski. And I got to say, she was very forthright in her questioning. I got no beef with her. In fact, she's on the left side and she's always been a shitty, subjective TV news anchor. But she asked some tough questions. Wow. Imagine if they all did this just for a week or two, how much better the country would be. But no. Anyhow, Uncle Joe stuttered through that interview. But unlike when he normally stutters and gets flustered, he was indignant in a very pedestrian way. Not at all presidential, mind you, but that's okay. I don't mind my presidents not being presidential at times. In fact, I prefer it. And Biden was very adamant. When he said it did not happen. 
And that's going to be one of the that's going to be one of the very few times you see Joe sit there alone during an interview because if you've seen lately how much his wife is running the show, oh my god, when they're together, she does all the talking. He sits there like a fucking dummy. It's like the Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy show. Anyhow, I watched Tara Reid's interview, and she spoke about the fingering incident, etc. And there were four women who backed her up. Great, okay, fine, good for her. I. I called for an investigation and for some people on the left to stop trying to make this case different from the Justice Kavanaugh case. It's much clearer in a lot of ways, for starters. For one, Tara Reid remembers things like, oh, I don't know, actual dates, places, times. You know, the things that Christine Blasey Ford had no idea about with the supposed Kavanaugh rape in high school 40 fucking years earlier. Anyhow, I watched Pelosi speak up for John Biden, Joe Biden the next day. Oh, my God. Somebody said to uh, Miss Speaker, can you speak to how the investigation into whether uh, Christine Blasey Ford was sexually assaulted went much deeper and was actually televised for the masses? And yet Tara Reid can't get anyone to even interview her. My God, Pelosi licked her gums. First of all, she's dressing like she's getting ready for a spring formal with the fucking kerchief around her neck. Stop it. You're in your 70s. Stop with the. Oh, my God. the makeup. She looks like she's getting ready for a date. And, you know, she's sitting there and she's she's waiting for the question to end. And she's chomping at the bit in more ways than one. And she licks her gums and gets downright nasty. Let me just say, let me just say, I don't need a lecture or a speech. I'm aware of both cases. OK. And the fact is, he didn't do this because Joe Biden is Joe Biden. And she's smiling like an asshole, like a fucking asshole. Interview over. And she ran home to eat another fucking pint of that $14 ice cream she keeps stacked in her $24,000 refrigerator. And I'm sure her nephew, her nephew, Gavin Newsom, I'm sure he was home watching and jerking off about how much power uh, he's amassing lately. Fucking idiots. Close the beaches in Orange County. 43 miles of beach closed. Well, what do you expect? There are 2,600 cases and 52 deaths from COVID-19 in Orange County. Whoa. But wait a minute. In the beautiful beaches in San Diego, they're open. They're open. But they're open even though there's 4,000 cases there and three times the deaths. They're open. What could be the reason why the Fuhrer isn't shutting down those beaches in his beloved San Diego? Does it have anything to do with the fact that it's a very high population of illegal immigrants there? Just a thought. The Fuhrer knows where his bread is buttered. He knows who puts the Montequilla on his pane, right? Can't keep those folks down. Gotta have them live so he can get those votes. Unfucking real. Anyhow, San Diego is now closed. So it, it was, I guess I just had to wait a few days because now that's closed, even though. It's unbelievable, guys. Even though San Diego, with the amount of people it has there and the amount of cases, we're talking about a point zero zero one. Give me a fucking break. I mean, is, do we need to shut things down for point zero zero one? What the fuck would we do if it was 20%? Fly everybody to the fucking moon? What are we doing? Anyhow, I just can't wait till we get nearer October because you know what? Magically, there's going to be a much hyped return wave of the bullshit flu to keep people away from the polls and just to try their last shot 
as we all hit the booths for the most important election in our lives. Oh, don't go out. No, no, no. You're going to die. You'll see. You'll see. Wait till October. Anyhow, getting back to Biden, it looked bad. Joe Biden said he wouldn't release all the documents from his past that are kept at the University of Delaware. And the university said they wouldn't release them either. I don't get why public documents on a public servant being held at a public university are not public to us. I don't get that. Why are they sealed? Fucking bullshit. Whatever. I knew at least this situation would make things more difficult on Biden's, you know, ability to be Trump. But then Saturday night, what happens? Suddenly, Tara reads 1993 complaint against Biden, which she says she filed to the Congressional Personnel Office. What do you know? It doesn't include any explicit accusations of sexual assault. What? 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 She goes, I remember talking about him wanting me to serve drinks because he liked my legs and he thought I was pretty and it made me uncomfortable. Sorry, honey. I know that I was too scared to write about the sexual assault. Then bye. Goodbye. Nice knowing you, Tara Reid. Goodbye. Tired of stories like this. I'm fucking sick of it. First, first these girls get friendly with their rapist. And then there are girls who won't say that he sexually assaulted me. What? Make up your fucking mind. Are you, do you want to be friends with your rapist, but don't want to be friends with your sexual assault? You know, you're all full of shit. But AJ, don't you know that victims make friends? I don't give a shit anymore. I'm basing the way all women should act on my sister, Rosalie. That's it. If Rosalie would act that way, then I'll grant you. I'm not basing it on any other woman because to me, she's the perfect one. That's it. My wife, my sister, my mother, my daughter. That's it. The rest of women, all the women I know would never be friends with their rapist. And they'd also, if they had a finger put inside them, they'd step back. When they talk to this fucking congressional personnel officer, whatever the fuck it is, they'd say, oh, by the way, flirting is one thing, but this guy put his finger at my body. But no, she didn't do that. So there's your answer, guys. This is why I don't like Tara Reid. This is what I was referring to when I said my spidey sense isn't buying her story. And I'm right. In other words, the only real proof we'll have is that she says so. And that will never wash with me, ever. The AP reported on notes from the interview with her last year in which she said she chickened out after she went to the Senate personnel office. Back in 2019, they interviewed her, and she said uh, she was speaking about Biden, that he made her uncomfortable and uh, some inappropriate touching, but did not allege sexual assault. And she said she didn't come forward publicly because she feared the possibility of retaliation and public backlash, and blah, 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 blah. working through trauma, blah, blah, blah. Maybe some of the trauma goes away if a person gets fucking locked up or a person loses their position in life because you talked. Have some balls. I'm done with her. I'm not going to talk about Tyree anymore. I know that Joe Biden can be creepy. I don't think he's the guy to put his finger up girls' bodies. I just don't. I'm not done with the double standard, though. But I can't jump out of my shoes for these women who make claims. I can't. It's innocent until proven guilty, and that's it. I can't. So... I was thrilled to see this the other day. Turns out Rose McGowan is no longer alone in being vocal about the left not taking Tara Reid's accusation seriously. Did you see this? The uh, actress from Westworld, Evan Rachel Wood, she's the latest star 
the only star, to break ranks with uh, the left wing in Hollywood. And she's backing McGowan, who recently said she stands against Democrats and the media. Evan Rachel Wood. I think she's very pretty. I always have people think, well, I said, I just something about her. I think she's very, I thought that when she was, when she was much younger too, like 20. No, there's something special about her. I know she's kind of plain, but when, if she was ever done up right, like in a, in a photo shoot or something, she has beautiful features. Anyhow, terrific actress too. So uh, she put out a tweet supporting Rose. She said, I have to say this. What she said is spot on. And she was referring to McGowan's statements describing how pissed off she is with the left-wing establishment. She called him a cult. In case you missed it, Rose put out a tweet that uh, she has experienced a political wake-up call because of Tara Reid's accusations against Biden and the mainstream media's efforts to downplay them. She said, Republicans have always been painted as the bad guys, and I've always seen them more as a cult. But now I realize so are Democrats in the media. And she called out the mainstream media, women's groups, LGBTQ news outlets. Oprah Winfrey got it again on the chin. Even Gloria Steinem got shit from Rose McGowan for their continuing to back Joe Biden's campaign. She said, fuck you to the silent media. Fuck you to women's groups, Gloria Steinem, and fuck fucking take ass Oprah with you. Fuck you. Wow, Rose. I think she did too many bumps that night. All of you crow about your, your bravery, yet you do nothing. And she accused the New York Times of sitting on a Tara Reid investigation until Biden became the presumptive Democratic nominee. Those bunch of cunts. That's what Rose said. I hate cowards. I hate lies. And I really hate rapists. If anybody thought she was going to get very happy after Harvey Weinstein went away, we were wrong. She's, in, she's a very miserable bitch. But she's on our side now, to a degree. And Rachel Evans Wood, Evans Wood has been vocal in the past. She spoke in front of Congress about being raped twice as a young woman, once by someone she was in a relationship with. Let's just say it was Marilyn Manson. The other was some guy who owned a bar, and she told Congress that she still struggles with all this shit. She said, my relationships suffer, my, my partners suffer, my mental and physical health suffered. Seven years after my rapes, plural. I was diagnosed with long-term PTSD, which I've been living with all the time in my past without knowledge about my condition. I simply thought I was going crazy. I thought she was going crazy, too, when she was fucking Marilyn Manson. Can I tell you the truth? Actually, I used to live across the street from this Ralph's grocery store in Hollywood. We called it Rock and Roll Ralph's because all the crazy people, the rock stars, who would come down from the Hollywood Hills and shop there very late at night, like 11 o'clock. Because Ralph's would be open until, I don't know, 2 a.m. or something. I want to say 24 hours. Maybe I'm wrong, but it was up until very late. And I would do my shopping late. I would walk there from across the street and I'd see, I'd see Rose McGowan and, and, and Marilyn Manson. And he'd have like a cart filled with five bottles of vodka, two orange juices, a can of Raid, a bunch of candy, just crazy shit. You don't like, why are you going to the store? What are you doing? And eventually Rose broke it off with him because three years together, the guy was just doing so much cocaine, too much cocaine for Rose to handle. That's saying a lot, uh, because back in those days, uh, Rose was having a good time. By the way, hold that thought. Did you know Marilyn Manson bought all of Hannibal Lecter's items from the TV show Hannibal? He bought the kill suit that he wore to make sure not to get blood on your suit and your shoes. The apron that he used when he cooked that uh, also had blood on it. The knife, a severed tongue. And he bought Anna Chlumsky's arm, the actress. She had an arm severed on the show. 
And one time, Manson ran into Brian Fuller, the guy that created the show, and Fuller said, hey, I heard you bought all this stuff. I'm the one who created Hannibal. And Manson said, tell Anna that I was rich enough to buy her arm and jack myself off with it. <laughs> okay? He's, he ain't boring. I'll give you that. But I also find it curious how Evan Rachel Wood went ahead and dated Marilyn Manson after Rose McGowan and he split. Isn't that weird? And now she's the only other person to speak up, you know, on behalf of the hypocrisy of the left. I think it's fascinating. Two exes of the craziest fucker in rock and roll and the only chicks with the balls to speak of. Actually, they're both lesbians now. So that's a whole different story. And then there's this, guys. And I got to end the show with this. It fascinates me. From the files of You Can't Make This Up, Pope Francis helped a group of transgender prostitutes who were struggling financially because of the coronavirus pandemic in Italy. You know, everybody's hurting financially, obviously. They're cutting corners. Apparently getting blowjobs from trannies is no longer a priority. You just need that extra 10 bucks. And these tranny whores have to make a living, you know? You can't sit on the Spanish steps and shake a cup asking for change when blowing tourists is so much more lucrative. It's a big come down. So what did shithead in the big hat do? At the height of the coronavirus emergency, he met with these freaks after they arrived at the church asking for help And he made sure they received money. You hear me? He may be the only guy to pay six hookers without even getting a hand job. So a parish priest and a good friend of the Pope, some guy named D'Andrea Crocchio, he told the press, they asked for help because with the virus, they no longer had customers on the street. Okay. And they even reached out to, to the Pope through some Cardinal Conrad Krajewski, some Polish guy who's responsible for the charitable work done in the name of the Pope. So the Pope may have passed on any sex, but something tells me these tranny hookers were introduced to a bunch of bishops and papal pals before they were sent away with enough money to pay their rent and their utility bills. True story. They all got money. And as I say this, I can't help but wonder if all of you have gotten your stimulus checks yet. Huh? If you haven't, think about pretending you're a woman, guys. Book a cheap flight to Rome, hit your knees right away, and then make your way to your church. You put your hand out. So listen, uh, there's a new book that apparently uh, had the cooperation, well, it does have the cooperation of uh, Prince Harry and uh, Duchess uh, Megan. What's her real name again? I changed her name. It was Rachel, right? Yeah, I think her real name is Rachel. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex. There's a book coming out in August about them for the very first time. Finding Freedom, this book called Finding Freedom, goes beyond the headlines to reveal unknown details of Harry and Meghan's life together. This is the Amazon blurb. It's going to dispel the many rumors and misconceptions that plague the couple on both sides of the pond. As members of the select group of reporters that cover the British royal family and their engagements, Omid Scobie and Carolyn Duran have witnessed the young couple's lives as few outsiders can. First of all, their royal family suck up, so don't believe whatever the fuck they write. If you're as if you're going to read this book, you're not. With unique access and written with the participation of those closest to the couple, Finding Freedom is an honest, up close, and disarming portrait of a confident, influential, and forward thinking couple who were unafraid to break with tradition, determined to create a new path away from the spotlight. <laughs> and dedicated to building a humanitarian legacy that will have a profound difference in the world. 
Can we talk about the title? Finding Freedom. First of all, it sounds like some kind of special report on the Fox Network. But Finding Freedom, little problem with that title. Little tone deaf, don't you think? What happened to living a quiet life? This is the opposite, you assholes. Releasing something so controversial at a time like this, it just goes to show you they have no empathy or compassion for the rest of the world. They never did. And she's the biggest piece of shit moving because he is motivated by what she does. She makes him do what she wants him to do. I mean, nothing says determined to create a new path away from the spotlight. Nothing says that like releasing a tell-all book and moving to Los Angeles. I can't wait for Hollywood to slowly reject both of them. And it's going to happen sooner than you think. I'm AJ Benzer. That was your show for April 4th, 2020. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for listening. Fame is a Bitch is an AJ Benza Workhouse Connect production featuring the endless wisdom, insightful commentary, and sometimes fucked up perspective of AJ Benza. Executive producer, Mike Agavino. Technical producer, Brian Vasquez.